Yo, you're listening to Speak On It, Generation to Generation. This is the father-son show based in Los Angeles, and we talk about life through each of our generational lens. Myself, Tarek Ross Jr., a millennial. You can go ahead and call me T. Ross. And my unfiltered father, Tarek Ross Sr. He's the Generation Xer. That's right. African-American father and son show. However, the show is for any and everybody who chooses to listen. I just wanted to create a platform where I could discuss various issues, topics, subjects, whether it's politics, entertainment, community issues. So this is it. Speak On It was born. Welcome to all our dreams. They used to hang us and that was after we getting beat. Now the whips her Lambo, you should see the seat. Yo, it's Tarek Ross Jr. And you know, this is uh, Big T, Tarek Ross Sr. Yay, yay, another episode of Speak On It. Generation to generation. Yeah, we're going to just jump right into our d- discussion. As we should. Yeah, I just got profile on the way, you know, on my way right here to record this podcast. And the topic for today Man. is... Heavy. Why are black men profiled so much why are black men profiled so much so why do you think son son first of all let me ask you this have you been profiled like you 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 didn't see the beginning of it but you caught where i asked the dude are you security that was his opportunity to identify who he was and i would have been like oh okay Boom, boom, boom. I'm here to see X, Y, and Z. Right. I would have respected right. his authority and reasoning behind, like, Press almost me. not like blocking me, but he kind of was blocking me was. from entering. So, you know. So, so have I been ha, Yeah, yeah, Definitely. yeah. Tell me. I never really, I think I might have asked you that some years Definitely. ago. Um, I know I have when we had, like, the, the big, the high profile police shootings and stuff, Mike Brown. I know I've asked you that. Because you, y'all came to one of them, you and your boys, remember? Yeah. Uh, one of the premieres that, and we was talking in yeah. the parking lot that late night on Fairfax. Remember that? Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, I we was, we, we was chopping it up, man. So have, have you been profiled? I, I, we don't really get to talk a lot about that, man. Me, you know, father-son type. These are just healthy discussions that black fathers, we know it's not enough black fathers actively involved in their children's lives, but there are a lot. Like, in my space, the community work I do. Yeah, I see it a lot, but this is a very real discussion. Nothing changes. We don't need to only have it when Colin Kaepernick, you know, or unfortunately somebody gets murdered. Then we had a conversation. This is an everyday conversation. So let's have it, man. It's like, yeah, have you been profiled? I mean, like I said, I definitely have been uh, multiple times, several times, like back Fox Hills Mall, uh, going into different stores, like walking around security, following you into the yeah. store. Yo, y'all got to get out of here. It's too many. Like, what you mean it's too many? It's a store. That's if how it was, I, if yep. it was 50 people in here shopping. That sound like me. What, what's wrong with that? That sound like me. Oh, no, just you guys all together. Yeah. What, we, can't, we can't all shop together? What's happening? Hell you know no. what I mean? Four so, black people together look like 12 black people together. It's just, you know, it's a threat. Yeah. Um, I was just talking to my boy about that. Like, you gotta, we got to recognize that. And, and I said this to you not too long ago, just... The need to have to disarm yourself. Explain your what you mean, son. So, what you mean, take your gun out your pocket? Take, you know, like that's what this feels like, right? So, <laughs> literally, just being on the street, 
uh, whether it's late at night, whether you're in a tight space with someone. I think I be, think that way too. Be, being aware, lady that, okay, in the elevator, lady right, in elevator, purse and shit. I, you now see I it happen all the time. Everybody, am I got, yeah. nobody thinking about you? I'm moving Man. on, doing what I got to do just as much as you, brother. It, I'm, I, I didn't come here for you. You know what I mean? That's so why the white people had a little fake smile when they walk when they <laughs> walking in front of you. Like not in front of you, like in your direction. Come, coming the, towards you. The white women towards you. That's what I meant to say. You know, they it's got like the a little fake smile, a little. Yeah, like little, little, like, about it's like a little ass, whimper. Yeah. yeah, and I, I, just, yeah. I think, I think that that's uh, um, to disarm yourself is really like speaking up to say, oh, hello, hi. Man, I'm not doing that. When they no. give me that little, oh, let me comment, son. Yeah. When they give me that little fake ass smile, that little, uh, hi, a little innocent. Don't, don't scare me, Mister Big Bad Wolf. I'm Little Red Riding Hood. Uh, hi, that little fake little. A little fake smirk white people give you, white women, a lot of the times. Like, you know what, T? I should jump at him. Like, ah! Like, I should jump at him. I'm going to start doing that shit. Well, I'm going to start getting you scared. Have, oh, you shit, go, a white man. You're going to have scared. Me, I just saw a 12 years of slave. I just had a flashback. Or I'm trauma. Dang. I'm going to start, I'm gonna start flinching when I see dang. a white man. It'll dang my ass. Yo. Hold, hold on. I'm, don't, don't cut my wisdom, yeah, son. Yeah, you got to yeah. know when you pop a speaking point. Cub, I got I to, what's the Lion King, what was, what's the little? Simba, Simba. Simba, sit your little Simba. ass down, boy, calm down. Hold your little. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, experience. little Simba. About to drop some experience on me, okay. Yeah, yeah, bag back, Junior, bag back. Let me, let me give you the game, T, bag back. <laughs> let, me, let me say what I'm trying to say, son. We got to reverse the psychology on these sons of bitches, man. When I say that, I mean the system of white supremacy, the black men, black women, black children, the black family. But it starts with us. We are the most victimized people on this planet. When you look at the history mm. of violence perpetrated against the black nation, globally, black people, the black family. I'm talking slavery before... Real talk. So why is it we got to, quote, unquote, disarm ourselves when we're walking in the mall with the homies? You young. It's Christmas break. Y'all want to just go see some cute girls. You know you ain't really got no money. You're going to get that little drink and sip on that shit for two hours as you walk around the mall. That's how we used to do it <laughs> in high school. We got purpose in here. Peace up on a couple of slices of pizza. So why, why do we got to smile at the security guard or, I, I, son, I know exactly what you mean, T. And that ain't me. That ain't my get down. I thank, I thank God for my daddy. Even the foundation that he placed, you know, in the household, even though, unfortunately, he couldn't keep it together that long. So by the time I was 10, it was different. But me going back to that foundation and that blueprint and that understanding gives me the mental fortitude to check an ignorant mofo when I need to. Like you saw me check that ignorant mofo not too long ago. You feel me? Because like 10 minutes ago. I'm not, I'm not going to keep getting my goddamn intelligence insulted my entire goddamn life. I'll be 50 years old in 10 months. I'm not finna be fucked at. I'm tired, T. All the dead slaves, the middle passes, millions and millions and millions upon millions of souls of black people have perished, man. So we could be here to sit here in 2017 and do a podcast. I'm not, I'm not going to hold my tongue in the spirit of all of the deceased slaves and souls and black women that were raped and touched and 
violated and all the children who couldn't nurse from their own mother's breast, but they probably had to nurse from some son, don't get me going. You know how Man. I go. You know how I get. I'm not apologizing for a motherfucking thing. Don't got to. And then when I check a motherfucker, I'm checking you. Okay, I'm not no goddamn slave. I'm not going to be Answering. tucking my hat in my hand and yeah. scratching where the fuck I don't so Slavery the, ended a long goddamn time that, that, That's the piece, you know, and I, I think that... Use my language, but goddamn it, that's hey, how I feel. Look, the, the way I look at it is this. Like you mentioned, you asked him a very clear question. Are you security? The fact that, you know, there was a, a level of entitlement to question you, one man to another man, for him to question who you are, and for you to respond in a way to ask him a question to, to pretty much identify himself, I think, all I was, was already above and beyond. You know what I mean? That was his opportunity. That was his opportunity to say something, and he did not take it. But it's you know? okay. He you know? learned. Oh, he definitely did. But he won't do that to the next black person. No, 100%. He'll do his job a little more effectively. More effectively. And when you I communicate. Brought up because your skin is white and my skin is, oh, no, it's not that. I said, then, well, what is it then? And he got pretty quiet. He couldn't say anything. Okay, and, I was ready to and, walk away at and, that point. But at that point, I, th I think, you know, because that wasn't at the forefront of his mind, he's going to immediately reject it because that sounds so, <gasps> how could you say that about me? When it's clear because in, I just in your brought words. It to the, you brought it to the surface, you idiot. But, but once again, somebody who, who you, you're, you're oblivious to it. You don't recognize your, your bias and your prejudices. You don't recognize that. You know? That's why so, we have to teach them, T. And exact, that's why in that moment. I flashed on his ass because I'm going to tell you something, son. I've done that more than one time. Yeah. I, didn't, I didn't use profanity at that, man. But no. he felt me, though. Oh, he felt, felt my you. passion and my truth, and I checked his ass, okay? I've done that more than once because people in so are intelligent a lot of the times, and all that old super nice, let's turn the other cheek, ain't turning shit. Now, if it's 12 o'clock at night on the side street, I get stopped by police, I'm going to use my mind and my intelligence. I know my rights. I know the laws and all of this and all of that. I ain't retarded. I got this goddamn far, and I... Came of age in the 80s, the notorious 80s, and the notorious LAPD. So I know, I know some shit. I ain't stupid. I know when and where. The flash. I don't do it on the cops. But my point is, I'm not going to keep having my intelligence insulted. Right. Without black people, there is no America. I'm going to say that again. Without black people, there is no America. For nobody. Without slavery, there is no capitalism. 400 years, there's no nothing. America is not a superpower. There's no science program, space program. There's no nothing. This is some third world shit without slavery, okay? So any and every other person, white, black, Asian, whatever, wouldn't have shit in America without slavery. First and foremost, that can't be debated, period. See, I wake up with that understanding of who I am. I ain't turning no cheeks to nobody. I don't mess with people. I spoke to the dude. That's what's really, really terrible. Right. I broke the ice. And, and, and that's the, I that, spoke that's to the piece. The you, you did disarm yourself How in you that doing? moment. You know, know what I'm saying? Like, and, 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 and I think that that yeah, happens. That, I broke the ice. You, you disarmed and yourself I, in that moment. I, that's exactly what that is. Speaking, it's a... It's a common courtesy. It's a common courtesy, but it's an icebreaker. It's all of those it's things. It's all of those things to recognize. If you're just quiet, you're not identifying yourself. If I'm acting suspicious. Key, you're trying to be suspicious. There was nothing about that. It's broad daylight. It's not that that changes anything. Right. You're sitting there. You're on like video. Day after Christmas, bro. Day after daylight. Christmas. You know what I mean? So there's already this, this, this fear that probably that, 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 that was inside of him that he did not identify. So in that moment of, of approaching you, um, I think he already had his mind made up 
what, he was, what his fear was. And I think in you addressing it and calling it for what it was caught him off guard. And in that moment, he had nothing to say. And I, and I think, unfortunately, that that happens time and time again. And often no one says anything. No one, no one, no one speaks up. And no that's the problem, it. T. I'm so glad you're on top of it and you know what's going on because there's no way in hell I'm going to miss an opportunity to educate an ignorant white person. That's our job, T, is to teach them by checking their ass. No, listen. The next black person, he's going to think, he may think differently or he may, I hope so. I'm, I'm going to say this. Because, because sometimes, see, I was, I checked them, you but I didn't use profanity. But I didn't Pete. threaten. I'm not finna threaten no white man. And See, I know that a threat is a real crime. If he felt like I was capable of carrying that threat, I, I'm going to get arrested. Right. <laughs> this, is the, this is the piece, though. The, and the reason why I want to explain it this way is because someone who wasn't there and not in the situation or someone who does not have these same experiences needs to be able to understand what that looks like because often it's, Oh, give him benefit of the doubt. As you mentioned, a lot of people F say that they didn't give to me a right to benefit of the doubt. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Yeah. The reason why you got hold Look on that. is because you bring that up, it automatically jades someone because they don't understand. See, I so, will so hold on, hold on, hold on. That listen, listen. Maybe if give me the guy. No. Wait, wait, when do we get the benefit but, of but, the but, goddamn but, doubt? But, but but scratch that because that Shit. that part of education is already you already skipping. We shouldn't have to educate, but that's just a reality, right? We shouldn't have to, but it's a reality. I check them. So, so I hold check on. Them. Hold yeah. on. When you, when <laughs> you check them, that, that's yeah. educating. Clearly. How, however you want it. However you, you want to give it. If you, hold on, son. I'm glad you witnessed you. You know, you, you walked up. You heard me ask him, are you security? Let me explain the situation because we keep going over it, but no, okay. they're not understanding. So look, okay. the best way I can explain it is this. You know, my dad's outside trying to come into the building. You need a code to get in. Somebody else, a person who has access to the building, walks up. As he's walking up, my dad goes, you know, what's up, how you doing? Clear communication. The dude puts in the cold, opens the door. My dad follows. Normal. The door is locked. Somebody opens it up. You belong here. You know what you're doing. The man stops in the way and blocks his way. He, block, he blocks he, the he doorway. Stopped, like, he stopped. He yeah. stopped. Like, you're not coming behind me. And he's like, you know, what, what, like, what's going on? No. Stop. Ain't no. What's nothing? I when he didn't let me walk in, he stopped and asked whatever he said. Yeah. And I said, are you security? As he blocked the entrance. That's it. Ain't no what's going F all that. Yeah. He blocked the entrance. And I said, are you security? Right. That, that's a security kind of a move. It's like a security kind of a gesture. He's someone with authority. You're going to... You're going you to block my entry. Right. Are you the security? And at this point, to me, is where benefit of the doubt goes out the window. Because when I walked up, I heard the exchange from, are you security? That's where I entered. And at that moment, he spoke to me and recognized me as someone who belongs in the building. And in doing so, he said, I didn't know who he was. He was walking behind me. That alone suggests that there was a a level of entitlement to feel like he needs to know who you are before you come in. But there's many people that are in this building for multiple reasons. All of a sudden, you're enforcing something that you're not communicating who you are, why you're enforcing it, and making Ooh. it clear to the individual why you're taking the stance and position. That's so anyone's so going to be like, yo, 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 you block him up. Like, who are you to block my way into this building? You're not the gatekeeper. 
And and you gave him opportunity to tell you whether or not he was. Are you security? Are you security? So there was no answer. And at that moment, you have to recognize, okay, this person feels like I need to identify myself. Guaranteed, if you were doing that, he was walking up. He's not going to tell you who he is or why he belongs in the building or close the door so he can put his code in. He's going to come in right after you because he feels entitled to the space and your unfamiliar face. Unfamiliar is okay. But that's okay. But in that uh, moment, how do you Unfamiliar face is okay. But it, look, man, we can, you know, go into all of that. I wanted to make it a topic of discussion. Why are black men profiled so much? And the fear of retribution. Explain that. So much white guilt. How is it that we as black males, victims of the most heinous violence in the Western Hemisphere, slavery, Raping our women, castrating our men, <laughs> shooting us down, unarmed, police officers shooting us down. We the victims of the violence. How, how are we the monsters? Why are white people scared of us? I'm scared of white people. And, and Why I, are they so scared of us, man? The police protect and serve who? Who? Who do they protect and serve? I think the fear comes It's fear of retribution because they know all the white Entitlement and white privilege and all of that has been on the backs of black people. That American flag drips with the blood of black people, man. Slavery, T. And they know that in they soul. I don't know how to put it into words. That's all. That's the best I could so, do because I ain't white and I ain't guilty. So it's so, crazy. So, I'm so, checking them. So the, the reason why that sounds yeah, like someone them. who doesn't get it. We'll hear that. I don't like, give man, a goddamn like, why they don't get it. No, yeah. but, but we're on the podcast, and I think that's important okay, for anyone son, that's listening. Ahead. So I think that anyone on the outside will look at it and hear the situation and be like, well, he's not, he doesn't have that on the forefront of his mind, but at the end of the day, there's already a level of don't fear. have what on the forefront of his mind? What do you mean? He doesn't, he, doesn't, he doesn't have profiling. That's not, oh, this is the black man. I'm scared, this and that. It's an innate feeling that he's acting upon. He's reacting to what he's feeling. It's in a DNA. It's in his, you know, whatever, however you want to identify it. DNA. It's, it's something that's subconscious for him. So in that right. moment of making a decision, he's thinking immediately about the building. He's thinking immediately about the safety of the building. Well, why is the safety of the building the first thing you think of rather than saying, hmm, I wonder what he's here for? You know, the first thing that you're questioning is safety. You know? he saw a black man uh, six and, feet but, tall. And, and, and understand that that thought is a part of that subconscious yes. fear and guilt. And the guilt is in the idea of, you know what? I'm not black. I, I'm, I look white. I'm not sure his nationality, his ethnicity. But in that moment, he's aware that there's already this racial tension that's going on. And you identify whatever attributes and characteristics to a black man and assume that maybe in this moment, this could be you know, him acting out, doing whatever it is he needs to do. And I think that goes back to what you said. Would you call it the retribution? Yes. And and I think that that fear of retribution, fear of retribution, God's like, oh, retribution. I'm gonna come back and, and and get back at this person. It, this it, is it, a white it, man. It, I'm gonna attack yeah, him. Yeah, we are gonna purge you, white he, motherfuckers. He's, he's gonna be the target. All the shit y'all done did. And that's not for four hundred years. It's a it's to purge the black man. So every black man with a hoodie is coming to get you. It's to purge. You, see you know, them? and that's see them th- films? That's the thought. Yeah, of course. Cold blooded film. And that and that's the thought. Unfortunately, that he's the that, one. It's the that purge, probably huh? isn't consciously processed but subconsciously it exists and they're reacting to it in ways that absolutely puts off Tamir this negative 
Tamir Rice. Attention to the individual that, that, that's just trying to enter a building. Like, why is that such a big deal? Have the conversation. I'm, I'm saying, I look, I'm in charge of this. This is why I'm doing this. Or I don't know if you are this or if you're that. Like, man, make it look, clear. Man. Okay, we ain't got to keep harping on this idiot situation that just occurred. But let's go a little deeper and further when we're talking about just generally why are we as black men profile so much. We, we're touching it. We just I just experienced it. You witnessed me. Check his ass. It's happened to you. It happened to me. It's going to keep happening. And I think us, us meaning those who don't like it, it happens to blacks. It happens to other ethnicities, but whoever don't like it, you got to educate people. All that, well, maybe, and man, I ain't got time for all that, man. Kill Tamir Rice. He, didn't, he, didn't, he wasn't given the benefit of the doubt. Trayvon wasn't given the benefit. Oscar wasn't given the benefit of the doubt. Shit. Oscar Grant left a daughter on this earth, man. Look, got a baby girl, man. So, so when you he talk about, given the benefit so of the doubt. So you talk about why, I mean, I think, I think we did, we've identified it. We understand why. It's that fear. It's the fear of the retribution. Okay, but we have to... Do you feel like... Let me ask you this. Okay, it ain't that... We ain't going to... We, we sure as hell ain't glossing over it. What is... The onus is on... What, what role do we play in educating people on their biases, where they may come from? That was, a, that was a very classic, and I had to... You've been wanting to cut my wisdom, brother. You, you're losing your discipline, uh, Simba. Nah. No, because nah, you, you you yeah. you're going back over the same experience. and, and I, 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 I really was not. I, you don't know what's in my head, man. You're cutting my wisdom, man. What's cut my head? A little Simba? Man, my discipline, a little Simba. <laughs> so look. No, no, no. I wasn't going to the same thing, man. I was trying, you, now I lost my train of thought, man. Don't cut my wisdom. So what? Go ahead. Say what you need to say. Get it all out. Maybe it'll come back. What, what, what I'm saying is this. In that situation, we should not have to educate. We should not have to feel the responsibility to fill in the gaps and the voids of an individual who's choosing to be ignorant or is ignorant of their biases, their guilt, their fear. Okay, so then what? So, so we, then we what? Should not have to, then we should what? not have to, but yet, how, in order for us to survive, in order for us to survive, we have to. Yes, sir. So that's like, like, and I, and I hate the fact that we're in these times because there's so much argument that we shouldn't have to or I shouldn't have to dress a certain way to get, be, be treated this Look, way sir. and all that. But that's the reality. That's Look, just sir. what it is. People, people that talk that crap don't deal with it that often. Right, right. Maybe they grew up in middle class and they're black. Whatever it is. These, they don't have the same These middle class, militant, online activists, whatever. I grew up in the hood. I still work in the hood. I move around, I travel, I go to different city, states, communities, places, Snoop League, America. I do a lot in different areas all over. You, you know what I mean? I can deal with people on different levels. I, I, can, I, I can put on the suit and the tie or whatever. Whatever. I'm, I'm checking people intelligently. I'm, I ain't got to always use profanity. I don't use profanity in, in moments like that. I'm checking. I've been in meetings, man, business meetings. A business community type of meetings, a chief of police, there's been gang violence, whatever, and chief will say something that's very like, it's, it ain't borderline, man. It's not, I'm, I'm not even going to give him an out and say borderline offensive statements. I've been in meetings over my career, and you will hear law enforcement say stuff, and I look, at them, look around the room, there's other quote-unquote so-called community people in there, meaning just residents of the area. Not so much people that do what I do, T. But... Nobody say nothing. Did y'all hear what this man just said? Yeah. 
And I'll raise my hand, be like, Chief, uh, what do you mean by that? Right. Because the victim is black, the shooter could be black. It may be gang related, but because I'm black and I work in the community, nobody saw nothing. It was 10 o'clock in the morning, broad daylight, nobody. So that means because it's a black victim and we're in this meeting and we work in the community or we're just concerned residents or whatever and we're all black, we got to know the perpetrator. Of the... I take offense to that. So because I work with the youth, I got to know every kid in the hood with a gun. What kind of, right. kind of, so, 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 so hold on, brother. Let me go. Cause keep going, keep going. Go I'm trying. I want you to feel the full. So shouldn't I, people that say that are not really, really serious, T. To me, people like that are complainers. Right. In my opinion. If you really care and you see what's happening, sure it's a shame that we gotta educate. Sure it's a shame what happened to Oscar Grant or Tamir Rice or, and that stuff is still happening. It's just not being sensationalized in the media. Please believe it. So I think. What do you think? In listening, what do you think? In listening to that, it's people gonna be on two sides. Yeah, I feel like we should educate. Other people are like, no, I don't think it's my job to educate. And this is my argument to why you need to educate because these same individuals who probably say they shouldn't are the ones that are reposting Black Lives Matter, going to the marches and, and supporting all that online. However, that does not stop there. The education is the piece that's really gonna move that forward. So when you find yourself in situations where you it's can the inform the people piece. because you think you're informing people by reposting a photo, you think you're re-informing re people because you're posting a hashtag. That's lazy. The hashtag is it. That's when lazy. You're educating someone, you're Thank helping you. Undo a way of thinking. Thank you. Man. And, and, and when that's Thank done, you, to man. me, that's the real work. The Thank real you, work man. is when you're stepping up to say, yo, you can't think this way. And check a goddamn person. Right. If you really think about if you, you want Black Lives to Matter and that's a hashtag, you're not spreading that to the people you, you, you connect with because they get it. Black Lives Matter. You're posting it because, you want, to the choir. because you're preaching to the choir. So the reason why you're posting it, you must want somebody who does not get it to get it. So when you find yourself Laziness. faced with somebody who does not get it, how dare you miss that opportunity if that's really what you're doing it for? You know? So I, I think in those moments, it's literally about, okay, here's someone who clearly is operating in a way that would suggest that they have a bias or prejudice towards me, my I'm type black, of people, right. because I'm black. But you've been posting Black Lives Matter online in your pocket. You're going to miss that opportunity <laughs> to the person right in front of you who's probably perpetuating I, the same you know thing you're fighting a against? Of, a lot of people probably will. Of course. Because ret retweeting and sharing a meme or an article, or, that's, the, that's a click of a... That's not it's easy. Man. Copy and paste, or right, right, it's right. Comfortable. Right. Uh oh, uh oh. It, right, right, right. It's lazy, right? So you make a good point because some people aren't comfortable expressing themselves to people that are different than they are. Yeah, they don't look like the people in my neighborhood or the people in my family. So I'm not going to just address this, man. Maybe it's not that. It, more times than not, it is that. It is the racial bias. I'm not T. I've been in this skin for 49 years. So, and I've checked people for a good portion of that when those little incidents happen because you can just, you feel it. I felt his body language and his energy when he blocked the damn door. That's why I said, "Are you the security?" So you can feel what it is. Yeah, I've done it when, at a rental car agency, or you you just you you feel it. You it just, well maybe so nah. the people so to those that miss the opportunity to educate. You know, then 
you're they're just part of, the part of the problem because yes. you're not a part of the solution. Right. I don't care about no trend. It don't even matter. When the people say give them benefit of the doubt, it's basically saying they're not conscious. It doesn't matter if you're conscious. You're still responsible. You can do something and not mean to hurt someone, but you hurt them and you got to be Vehicular homicide, you still going to prison. Exactly. It exactly. Wasn't, it wasn't premeditated murder, but it's a dead body and your ass going to jail. You got to, you got, and, and that's exactly what it is. You're, you're still not guilty of killing the motherfucker. Just because you're not, just because an individual is not conscious of their biases and their prejudices does not mean that they don't need to be made aware of it. Woo! Just because a person is not conscious of their biases and their prejudices does not mean they don't, they don't have to be responsible yeah. for it. Yeah. Damn. Just because a person, they're conscious of it, T. It has, it, they're conscious of it. They're conscious. Of I, I, I think it. I think it goes down to like a habit. Like they, it's been. It's been. It it's is been a habit. It's been reinforced for so long that they don't think about it anymore. Right. Of course, you're it's, conscious. Like that's like why. Sometimes exactly. I. Leave, sometimes I leave the restroom. Like damn, did I brush my teeth. Oh, of course I did. Like it's just. It's just. It's a motor habit. Like it's a habit. It's a. I just do it. Or did, did I lock the car. No, no. I mean, I'm just saying. Like it's. It's. Right, it's consistent. Right, right. A simple like, basic. I lock the door. Right, right. I do this a daily. I'm conscious that I locked the door, but I. It's. It's so like I'm on autopilot in those moments that right. I didn't consciously say, Tarek. Lock your door. I just do it. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, right. yeah, I'm conscious in that sense, but I'm not, like, aware in the moment as to where the thought is coming from and when it happened and then when I decided to actually right. act on it. You know what I mean? Right, so, right, right. I think it's conscious, but it's not. They're still operating on autopilot a little bit. And, I, and like I said, I think, it, I think it's That's very like, irresponsible you, to let, you it, are to let it slide. You head on the nail, on the, the nail on the head. You really are because that's the type of society we live in and... My consciousness, see how quick I, I, I'm quick with it. Yeah. Because it's, I, it's, it's all in me, man. It's, I, I, I love that question, man. You, you said it straight up. Are I you think? security? Like, that immediately put him in a position where he had to recognize what he was doing. He, 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 he know what he was doing. No, I know, but I'm saying you made him aware. Any, anybody else will let that slide. Like, oh... Like, oh, I'm here for so-and-so. Okay, you tripping? Okay, I'll just wait there. me for it. No, but... Yeah, you the police? Uh, but, uh, but understand. <laughs> understand the average person is not going to do that. So what because I'm saying... the average person don't get profiled. Like, black no, men. I'm, I'm speaking about even, even black men. I don't do know. Get, even black men who did get, do get profiled. But, 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 bro, listen, I, I, was, I was at CVS the other day. I was at CVS. I was in line to go to the cashier, and they have a self-checkout line to the left. It's a white woman behind me. And I go up to the cashier, because I can either go to the cashier or to the self-checkout. I went to the cashier. This white woman decided she was going to go in the middle, in between the two, because if I was finished first, she would go to me. And if someone else was finished first at the self-checkout, she would go there. Okay. A black girl was behind her. So when I finished up, the black girl decided to walk up to the cashier. And the white woman jumped in front of her like, hey, I was here. She said, oh, okay, I didn't know. You weren't standing in the line. Yes, I was. I was standing in the line. And what she immediately did in that moment well, she turned the white woman turned up on the black girl, and the black the girl, white woman turned up yes. on the black girl. Like, how dare you try to take my spot? It's like, well, I'm gonna take your spot because you weren't in line. And what she did was like, I don't even got time. Like, uh, and she just moved over. She just kind of submitted. She just walked away. The black girl? Yes, yeah, she just walked away. Like, uh, I'll just go over here then, you know. But it's like, no, you weren't in line, and now you're trying to claim a spot because you wanted to play. So where did the lady go? Like, she, she, she. she she moved over to where I was because I finished before the person at the self-checkout. So there's two lines. It's a line for the self-checkout. It's a line for the cashier. But there's a space in the middle that you can be in two. There, okay. you, you shouldn't be in two, but there's a space in the middle. So someone who's trying to... So whichever comes available Whichever first. comes available first. But that's not the system. The system is if you're in line for cashier, you're you going to the right cashier. So the, white lady, the white lady was in the middle trying to play both. 
and then the black, and the girl, black girl behind her in the, in the cashier line did not see the white woman was playing both because she wasn't in no, the cashier playing line. Playing both don't work, though. don't matter if she exactly. saw or not. Exactly. When the so, black girl submitted? She said, so when the white woman was like, no, I was, I was trying to figure out which one went first. Well, you made the decision, and I was in line here. The black, she, she the, the black girl didn't say nothing. She was just like, oh. Like, she's just like, I'm not dealing with that, and just walked to the, to the self-checkout. She she's like, I'll go over here then. I'll go over here then. Like, wow. I'll go over here then. Since you Superiority that, complex white man. woman, inferiority complex black woman. And I saw it. I was thinking, wow. I was with my so friend. I, I, was, was? I was like, how many, she just, how many, she just, So you got, you got black people and you got Negroes. Yeah. That's a Negro. Man. You have a superiority complex white woman who feel entitled to that space, to that spot. And then you have a, in my opinion, I don't want to hear no benefit and no doubt in this. Ain't no both. Like you just said, it's either you self-check or you go to the cash or cash register. Yeah. So you can't be navigating between. That's like driving down the middle of two lanes on the highway and the highway patrol. Like, Why did you? I was waiting for one lane to open up. I didn't know which lane. Nah. You're getting the fat ass ticket. You yeah. don't want to hear that. Yeah. You can't make exactly. up your own rules. And and in that moment, it's okay. You at CVS. You're not trying to get into nothing, but you got to understand that that mindset. What does that say about you? What is that mindset? When you submit to when that, you submit, and it's like it says you're the, a Negro slave that you're afraid, nigga. You gonna get us killed, boy. boy shh, shh, shh. We still shushing each other in 27. We didn't have a black Man. president. We got LeBron James and Puffy and Floyd yeah. Mayweather got a and, got all this money, and we still acting like slaves. And, and, and the thing is this, okay, of course, not every situation. Sometimes you may be at the workplace, and it's somebody. You, it's time and place, like you said. You don't Man, flash on everybody. I don't give a damn where I'm. No, at. you said if it. You're gonna insult my intelligence. You're gonna get checked. No, check might be it might be tempered or seasoned differently according to the venue. Time and place. Yeah. Time and place venue. It's gonna be tempered and seasoned and sprinkled. But it's going to come. You're going to get dished some check. I'm going to check you, but it's, it's going to be served differently depending on the venue. And, 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 I, and I think that that's the piece that people don't. People think it's either one or two extremes. If I come at you to check you, nah. I got to be hot. I got to be cussing. I got to be this. I got to be like, no, it don't got to be all that. You said it earlier. Too often people are afraid to have conversations with people who don't look like them because there's a... In, uh, 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 intellectual uh, cowardice. That, that's, I think that's what it's it part down of it. To. Intellectual that, that's cowardice. That's definitely a piece of it. Because you don't know how like, to really take command of the language. Some people don't. Some people do. Some people to check you. A black woman to check somebody. It depends on who it is. That black woman probably just didn't feel like her mind might have. You just never know. Your grandma remember being in the hospital. She might it depends have on, on people's mood sometimes too. T. So I said Negro. I said all of that. I don't know that woman. I'm not coming down on nobody. I'm not condescending nobody. It, sometimes it just depends. I'm speaking generally. A lot of us do have inferiority complexes as black people. We'll check another black person and get an attitude. Real we'll quick. give a white person Real a pass. Woo! Real quick. We'll, woo! Did you hear what I just said? I heard it. We'll check another black person and, and get an attitude, but give a white person a pass. Yeah. I, man, I'm the other way. I'm, 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 I ain't checking nobody. That I ain't confrontational with my people, man. We've been traumatized. We've been profiled. We've been hurt. Our families. We, we've been through a lot. Man. You know what I mean? And I'm not out to offend no one. I don't yeah. offend no one. I come in peace. I want peace. I offer peace. But I give you a piece of my mind if you yeah. mess with my peace. I say this. I say this. What you going to say? What you going to say? I think, I think this is what it comes Speak down to. Speak on it. At the end of the day. As an individual listening right now, we having this conversation, I think it's important for you to identify in yourself what, what is your language going to be, you know, when you find yourself in a situation where someone's taking advantage 
or someone is, you know, operating from a prejudice or from a space of being biased. What role do what, you what take? What role do you choose to take? And I think it needs to happen question. ahead of time to recognize, yo, if this is what I say I stand for, this is how I'm gonna carry it out. That's you right. You gotta have a plan. We'll talk you can't about wait. it, be about it. Yeah. Exactly. You can't wait till the situation happens and be like, oh man, I wanna do this. Because you, you run the you Facebook. Ruffled and you're doing this and that. You're you gonna go run to Facebook, the Facebook to rant. <laughs> no, no, don't do that. Do that in the moment. Decide you know, in this good. moment. And I think right. that's why we, this podcast is so special because we have an opportunity to have a conversation. Someone listening in can be like, yo, I didn't realize that those are opportunities. So what? now as There's I'm listening, let me think about I love how I'm gonna handle that. How am I gonna handle it? I love it. That's the takeaway for I mean, today. All, all that apologetic, it's a different time now. See LeBron James and Chris Paul and them at the ESPYs. I'll never forget that. Carmelo Anthony, that was so like, brother, that was so beautiful, Listen, man. we all recognize that so it's not apologetic. That, that's not the time we in. People aren't out here apologizing, however. <laughs> they ain't apologizing to us. But they doing it right. And, and, and so for profiling again, us? If, you got, if you can take part on social media, if you've ever used Black Lives Matter, if you've ever reposted something or you, you are in the movement for social justice, whatever that looks like, understand that that happens offline as well. And what does that look like for you? You know when it comes up on your social feed, you're going to repost, you're going to comment, you're going to troll people, you're going to go back and forth. Yeah, that ain't the real. Yeah, right. But Under, how about real time? I mean, that dude probably ain't online. Place. Like he was 60-something years old. He ain't online. You know, so yeah. I, I think, like I said, the takeaway, I think, at this moment is to recognize what is your role and, what, and, and how do you carry that out. I mean, you know what? When, you, when you're the victim of the profiling or the prejudice, you better know. Some people say, nah. You could be at, on the job, and it could be a potential lawsuit, but if you're not informed or educated on what violation was just committed against you, or if you felt a certain way, women using it, the time we're living in now, you can't be complimenting women on their legs and you look nice in that skirt at work. That's, man, you can't be doing so all that. So, so you have to know what your role is in these matters. I'm blessed to have had mentors at a you know critical point of my development where I took heed to people's wise counsel, read books, educated myself, yeah. informed myself. But I think this is a healthy uh, platform, a podcast to discuss it. And we're gonna come with the you know the YouTube channel in a minute, and we'll have you know other uh, little treats and what have you, and events we'll be going live from. But just trying to be creative and. Keep, keep things moving forward in the new year, but uh, definitely have to know your role when you're the victim of something and how to choose your words carefully and to be mindful. It ain't about instilling fear in nobody and threatening people. I ain't trying to go to jail. It ain't about that, but it's about informing a person, an ignorant person, so that maybe the next time they encounter a black man, they won't insult that man's intelligence. They may think twice or they may choose a different approach yeah. that'll be a little more positive, a little more effective, and it's a win-win for everybody involved. I have no problem submitting to people's authority and following rules, because I'm in positions, you know, when I'm working and stuff, where we have policy, and it's about how you talk that. to people, man, yeah. how you communicate with people, your tone, your temperament, your body language, uh, smile on your face. Like, it's just all of those little things, and we communicate in many different ways, not only just with our words and our language, right? You know, body language and all of that other type of uh, communication. So you are, that's a very good uh, point, you know, what is your role in that? And we can wrap up on that note. Uh, yes, yes. Until the next episode. They used to hang Speak on it. We'll catch y'all.
Now the whips are Lambo, you should see the seat. We came from nothing. We came from nothing. Yeah. We came from nothing.